This is how we play. This is what we do. The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 930 with Danny and Gallant. Let's capture exactly how this happened and just keep on recreating it one week at a time. Presented by Banner Bank on 710 ESPN Seattle. We do have the Seahawks coach with us. And Pete, you used the word uncharacteristic yesterday. And I think that's probably as as good a description as you're going to find because... Uh, we're not used to. We're not any more used to seeing your team have a game like that than you're used to to watching them do it. It was, it was pr- really tough afternoon. Yeah, it was a it was a really poor football game for us. Um, you know, like I s- said to the fellas that that uh, I didn't even have a place in my brain for a game looking like that. You know, we're s- so connected to the turnover thing, and and uh, you know that's you know. If, all of the play in before, you know, you're looking at all the things we can talk about. But when you turn it over four times, teams that have turned the ball over four times are two and 129, you know, and uh, in the last 10 years or something like that. I mean, so it's it's just such a you don't have a shot, and that's just so far out of where where we we expected to be in leading the NFL in turnover ratio after this game. That was the you know the goal going in, so um, you know, that didn't happen. But uh, it, we just didn't get started at all on defense, and we struggled a little bit on offense getting going. And they just kind of just rolled it up, and we're playing from behind. It felt like the whole time. And uh, when you play from behind, you get more vulnerable to, in throwing the football, and, and then protection didn't hold up. Russ got banged a bunch, and, and we turned the football over, you know. And, and so it turns into a real crappy day. And, and, and uh, uh, with all of that, there's somewhere right I don't know, near the start of the fourth quarter, is twenty-seven twenty, which is totally in range for us. We had, that's what where we had hoped to be in a halftime that we'd be within range, you know, to finish the game, and we just couldn't hold it. So uh, it was a, it was a really bad outing. You got the sack from Ryan Neal on that play, and then there's the five-yard contact from Jamal Huge. Adams yeah. downfield. How how do you how do you equate? You get nine, almost nine sacks in this game because you had the holding call, you have that call that call that gets called back, seven sacks total. But the defense is having such issues in the, in the passing game. Is is there a positive that you take out of it at the same time as just looking in the mirror and saying, "Man, we had some really issues stopping the pass." Yeah, well, what we've been kind of grousing about for some time is pass rush, you know, and, and, and getting after the quarterback. In the last couple of weeks, you know, we we we're tallying ten sacks. You know, that's a whole different turnaround for us in that regard, and, and uh, it didn't translate into us winning the football game. Unfortunately, you know, if I if we'd have gone into the game saying they rush for thirty yards and we'll get seven sacks, you know, I thought we won the football game going away, uh, but it they decided to not run the football and and so they just kept chucking it and throwing it around and the quarterback did a terrific job as he has done and and it played into his his strengths he's really good once he moves out of the normal rhythm and he just kept finding guys and they we act we made some real mistakes uh, uh early in the game it just fundamental things in in coverage that we can do right we do right a lot and and we just didn't read things properly and so that that led them to you know they, had, they needed a 50-yard drive the first time and, and that was all they needed with the one big play it was a big mistake on that on the touchdown so uh you know there's there was stuff that's really clearly the things that we practiced on that we can do right that didn't carry over to the game so we know we can fix those things uh and so we have to get that done so so i'm looking at it you know differently defensively than than you guys are i would think that uh you know oh god well, what do we do now well we, we just have to keep getting better and clean things up 
and, and in that we have to see if we can play off our ability to generate the pressure and and, uh, and make those things turn out positive. You know, there was one really bad uh, pressure yesterday versus the, the screen that got out and went down to the you know, put them in scoring position again. That was a, a real bad as- aspect for of of our pressure game. But it worked out quite well for the most part. So we're getting we're, we're going to make some progress here. And uh, coming off that game, it won't be hard to get better. Sorry, Coach. What's the status of Quentin uh, Dunbar? It was obvious he was in pain, man, and he tried to, to tough it out. Um, what's his status, and who's the next guy up if he can't go? Yeah, well, that, that we fell prey to that a little bit because if – if we took him out in the game, you know, to try somebody else to see how we're doing, we're putting in guys that never played before, you know, in, in Lyndon Stevens and, and, uh, um, and Jason Stanley, you know, so, uh, we stayed with him, you know, and tried to see if we could work things out and help, you know, help coverage wise and all, but he was struggling yesterday and he had a hard time. And, and, uh, um, you know, I wish we could have done some things around him to make it where he didn't have to carry the burden of, of the playmaking. Uh, they, they got the ball in his direction a lot early in the game. We're talking to Coach Pete Carroll. The Pete Carroll Show is here. And you would mentioned uh, after the game talking about adjusting on defense and the fact that they just didn't run the ball at all. Did, did that catch you guys off guard, their game plan? Yeah, I would tell you that I was surprised. If, when anybody runs a team like them that likes to balance stuff up, they ran the ball three times in the first half. you know, And, and so you, you continue to look for them to come back to their ways, and they didn't do it, and they just kept throwing it. But the, it isn't that they threw it; is that he completed. Them. <laughs> you know, he was. Uh, you know, Josh did a great job of, of being resourceful and finding guys on the move and on the scramble and after the normal rhythm, which he's good at, and we had hoped to you know minimize that. Um, so it, I, I know you're asking, oh, were we uh, um, not prepared in the game plan? Um, in the sense, well, we were not prepared for them to not run it, and that's you know highly unlikely that you know that they would do that, but. Uh, we had to shift gears. If you watched, we did. You know, we had to change. We changed our coverage principles, changed our pressure principles during the game to go ahead and, and, and get after it. And uh, so that was the way they wanted to play it. You know, sometimes that works, sometimes that doesn't. Is that maybe an expectation going forward that more teams are just going to throw out the running game? I don't. I would. I don't know. I don't know what they can do. Whatever they want. You know, <laughs> they get to do whatever they want to do. Um, it. it um, wouldn't be alarming if they did it uh, this next week and the next couple of weeks, but that does change, you know, people's uh, approach to the game and all that. And, and uh, th- what has to happen when they're throwing the ball like that is we have to make bad things happen for them. And we have to get the quarterback, we have to get the football from them, and, and make an interception here or there, get the sacks that you need, and and, uh, and turn the tide on them uh, because there's a lot of bad things that can happen when you throw it. Coach Russell has turned the ball over. Uh, more than normal, I guess, the last three games. Do you feel like he's pressing a bit, like he feels like he has to, to do a bit more than normal to win football games? Well, I think there's a couple. The, the, the pick on fourth down, you know, is he knows he's got to take a shot at it. Um, so that's one that may fall into that category, but he did what he he should try there. You know, I'm not worried about the interception as much as trying to get the chance to score right down there on fourth down. You know, I, I put him in the situation by going for it. We could have kicked a field goal there too. But uh, I, I liked that he was trying. Um, the other one was, you know, it was a, it's fourth and or third and uh, 27 or something like that, and we're just trying to make some progress and hope maybe they, they grab us or, you know, have an illegal uh, issue that gets us out of that hole. And, and he threw a ball there that he probably pushed that one. He would tell you that he, he shouldn't have. 
him throwing that ball that late uh, where he threw it. So, um, the, but the other two, you know, the two on the sacks, those are those are protection issues. That's that's us being in a catch up mode. That's us, you know, having to throw the football, and we've got to protect better than that. Uh, we can't let him get banged like that, and, and uh, he got a couple balls knocked out. So, um, but I think you can you can talk talk through the first the two picks, but the the, the force fumbles, we got to do a way better job as a group, and he's got to get the ball out too. You know, when he's feeling the heat. It's one of those things in game situations. It becomes tough, too, because you, you, you're down and you have to come back, and that allows a defense like that to start uh, pinning their ears back. I'm not sure why that became the phrase that everyone uses, but they do. Um, are, are there things you can learn? I think that's from, about from horses. How... That's the horse races. Horses oh, is it? go back when they run, yeah. Oh, okay. That makes a little yeah. more sense. Um, are there things you can learn from how Buffalo applied pressure? Uh, sure, of course. We, we like to run the football better, you know, and, and keep it more balanced so it's not so slanted that way, you know, and, and where they could keep, you know, taking their shots. Um, it's, a, it's a little easier to call call your stuff when you know the game situation, you know, when the game's evened up and, and all that, you know, you're more unlikely to, you know, to take chances and things. So they were able to get after it and get it going pretty good. And we, you know, there was a number of different things that happened that we could have done better, communicated a little cl- more clearly uh, and, and, and executed better. And that's always how it is. And so we... With that many, you know, that many shots, with them knowing exactly how they're coming after us, so it was it was a hard game. We were going to have to really come through, and we were there. We were there, twenty-seven twenty. We got to go win a football game, you know, and and uh, we needed to play to to give us that chance. We didn't quite get it. Every team deals with injuries over the course of a season, but you guys are dealing with a lot, both at the running back position, which you mentioned, and also at at cornerback. How much of a factor was that yesterday? Yeah, it is a factor. It's a factor that you have to deal with and you have to counter. I mean, you know, it's 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 pretty fun to play football with Chris Carson back there, you know, and and, and uh, Carlos Hyde. We're, we're we're you know those two guys. There, you know about Chris's reputation and Carlos's reputation because of what they who they are and what they do, you know. And so uh, we love having those guys. Um, you know, not having Shaquille for you know, we haven't played without Shaquille for years, you know. And so and he's been a fantastic player. He's a Pro Bowl player, you know. And and uh, so. Uh, I, I thought Trey might have played, had his best week. He might have played one of his better games, you know, probably the best game he's played. And that's a really good sign that he's coming around and really really being you know, playing with confidence and playing really good technique-wise. We need him. You know, we need him desperately to keep going. And <clears throat> it's good to see that happening. So um, the other side, you know, we just we struggled on the other side of the field, and we just got to help him out more. So the, injury, so, so the question is, yeah, what the injuries do is they do put you in a position where you have to make choices to play with guys who haven't played very much. And, you know, sometimes guys have to go in and jump in. When they do, we expect them to play well. But um, it, it, it is taxing and it is challenging each week. And, you know, everybody faces it. And sometimes you face it more than others. Now, I, don't, you know, I don't know how to compare ours, but we're in the midst of it. That's for sure. Coach, uh, Carlos Dunlap made his debut as a Seahawk yesterday. What did you see out of him? I played good, good, solid football. You know, he had a real good power rush on the sack that was just what you hope he would do you know you run over the tackle and maul the quarterback that was a real sack and uh it was great to see him get that done had a couple tackles for losses a couple other pressures um i thought he was you know, for the first time out you know looking around he probably didn't know everybody's name yet um he, he that was it was it was a nice outing for him in his first game Man, you also had uh, Jaron Reed had had two and a half sacks. Jamal Adams in his return from the groin injury, he had a sack, a really nice pass <clears> rushing <throat> move. Um, that 
certainly it certainly seemed like the, the pressure you guys were able to get that that's that could be a building block for you guys going forward yeah i it will be it will be and um you know our commitment to, to utilizing you know our talented guys that have the the knack for the the pass rush you know that's always really important and uh jamal certainly showed up there and did a nice job pete after the game when you talk to your defense what what do you what do you say to them about about what what you'll expect them to do going forward we have to clean up our stuff. We we can't allow a good football team and in a, in a really quality quarterback, you know, have some some easy goes at us. You know, we 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 made a few mistakes early uh, that are just fundamental, and they weren't like the one touchdown pass was a big one, but it was. Uh, there were other things in there that we, we just it made it easy for them because we were we were playing off on the deep end and and uh, gave them some ops. Uh, so you know that that's we have to talk about cleaning things up. You can try as hard as you want, be as fired up as you want, but you got to do things right. And and we have, we we can do better. There's things that we practiced that we didn't execute in the game. You know, and, and concepts that they ran that we had prepared. And, and you know, normally you put those to rest the next game, and then we a couple of them we didn't. So we have to keep working hard at it. You know, the way that that I look at this thing, you might not give me a chance. I'm We'll give you an overall here that that we're at the halfway point and uh there's eight games in into the year and we're uh we're in first place in our division and we have so much room to get better uh i, I keep saying that because that's the truth uh it still feels like a new team it still feels when when you've got you know two or three new guys coming back on the defense that's there's room to grow there and there's room to improve and every one of those guys will tell you you know that they'll play better i'll get it i'll get it right this time and this and that that's part of it and guys will communicate more clearly with guys so we've got a, a, a big upside we got to go you know this this part of the schedule is tough and challenging right in the middle of the division and all of that um but uh you know if if you'd asked me before what, what would you want to be i said yeah i'd like to be in first place at the end of the halfway point okay so there we are let's do something about it and that's the challenge to our club and the challenge to every player and coach and and uh that's what's at hand so we're we're willing to take on that challenge and go for it it did feel like the pass rush got better as the game went along jamal adams and carlos dunlap said that there's a feeling out process and as the game wore on i think we definitely saw the results how, how do you keep those in-game adjustments, which is such an important thing in, in the NFL? How, how can you guys be better on that front? Uh, that's just what we do, you know, Paul. I mean, was, we just have to see what's going on, take in good information, get good uh, insights from the guys in the booth and what's happening, learn from the players as the game's going on, and, and then make the right choices. And hopefully we have, uh, we have you know, in our back pocket the, the things that we need to go to. You know, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. We changed that, play a lot more man-to-man and, and adjusted some things just to make, you know, make the game shift a little bit. And, uh, you know, you have to do things in the game. So how do we do it? I don't know. We just—it's hundreds of years of coaching, you know, experience to, that comes together to, to you know, to gives you the insights at, at the right time, and hopefully it works out. Coach, what's the mentality of this team? How long does it take to to kind of wash your hands clean of this? Is it, as soon as you hop off the plane from Buffalo, this team is rejuvenated and, and let's go. How do they handle <laughs> no, losses like that? No, it doesn't happen that fast. You know, we've got to get together today. Uh, we'll get together at one o'clock today, and, and I feel like that's the that is the the marker of where we be we begin uh, the turnaround and uh, to to get ready for the next week. And so that's you know that's what's at hand. We like I've said to you guys before, we have a way that we deal with stuff, and and uh, this is when we call on the, the you know the way we work and the philosophy and the and the guidelines that we go by to get us back on track. Uh, just like we did a couple weeks ago and bounce back to play San Francisco, uh, we have to do that again. Um, I, I don't like getting good at the bounce back, so I like to just be up there. But uh, but uh, we'll we'll put into motion 
you know, all of the conversation and the focus so that we can turn our game to Wednesday and everything gets going and, and away we go. We've got two games coming up in, in, you know, 11 days now, so we have to really get cranking. And uh, these need to be, every single day needs to be a, a profitable, productive day for us to, to get something accomplished here. It is. This is a tough, a tough run of the schedule, which you saw coming into it in back-to-back road games. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned kind of the halfway point in the bigger picture. What have you liked about your team through eight games? You're six and two, and there's a lot of things to like. What, what have you liked specifically about this team? Yeah, I really like the the, the resolve, the belief that they have. Uh, you know, they, they thought we were going to win a football game yesterday, and we felt it coming. And there was the opportunity, and we, we just didn't seize it um, as generally we do. And, and uh, it's that makeup, uh, the, the outlook, um, the collective, the positive. Uh, the belief that that gives us a chance to have a really really good football season, and and so um, it, it takes good leadership, which we have, and then we got to come through. You know, we got to make our plays and, and make the right choices and the right and the right decisions, and and uh, and to fuel that that belief. You know, and, and and it takes positive, it takes success to have belief. Sometimes you just got to keep on waiting, and you got to keep on waiting, and and we're we're we have the makeup to do that. We touched on Quinton Dunbar a little bit earlier, and he's, he's playing through that knee injury. What options do you have going forward for him? And I know that maybe yesterday this was one of those games where you had to put whatever guys you had available out at cornerback, but is this something that you may be thinking about sitting him down for a couple of games? Well, the the the, the problem for a guy who has a kind of a chronic you know injury that he doesn't get to practice all the time, and he really practices uh, you know one day a week, and that's hard. That's it's a hard. It's a hard process, you know. Otherwise, practice wouldn't mean anything. Practice is important. And uh, so he has to, uh, you know, get through it, you know. And, and he's doing that. We're, we are managing it. That's that's the what we have to do. And that's kind of as much as we can work him right now. If we could work him more, we would. And if he can withstand more, it'll help him. And uh, and he'll he'll feel, you know, better about about his play and his confidence and all that stuff that comes along with that. Um, but uh, so that's what we're doing, you know. It's a day-to-day deal, and uh, there's a weak mentality, but we still have to go day-to-day with them. Coach, how's the left side of the line doing? There was a play where I think Mike Brown, I um, mean, excuse me, Dwayne Brown went out. Um, your potty's been banged up a little bit. What's the status on the left side? Well, I, they've been doing fine. Jordan's done a nice job in there, you know, coming in for Mike. Uh, Mike gets back, I think, this week. He had a chance to get him back on the practice field. We'll see how that goes. But um, you know, there's. There was just a couple miscues, you know, like that happened, and we turned a couple guys, you know, in the backfield that that hurt us. But um, those guys, they're big, strong guys that can play well. They can hold up against anybody. Dwayne is a fantastic player, and, and Jordan has done a really good job in this first year, of really getting regular work. Um, but there was a couple plays, like you know, when we look back at the games, there's always a couple plays in there that we're trying to do better. Mentions uh, possibility of getting you potty back. Uh, you also missing a couple corners with Shaquille Griffin and Ugo Amadi, who I think had hamstring <clears throat> injuries, and, and the two running backs. A- any chance you guys will get healthier um, at at corner or at running back? This not week? not. I don't know that yet. Um, I checked before I came came in here for you guys, and uh, we're not updated on on anybody really making the turn that's obvious yet. Um, it'll take all week to figure that out. So uh, you know, we, we, I, I can't help you on that. Running backs as well. The other thing I wanted to ask you, Pete, and there's probably no seamless way to do this, but there was a report yesterday from Adam Schefter uh, regarding the, a contract extension, and it's not something you guys announce anything. I, I thought it was I thought it was it was worth noting and, and to say congratulations, but also it's it's always a strange conversation to ask. How much longer do you want to do this? I think it's really cool that you've you've you found a spot that I think we all wonder if you're gonna you're gonna go on and, and get tired of coaching. I, I, I think it was awesome. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like there are people that decide, okay, there's something else there. 
I, I just wanted to I wanted to acknowledge it that I think it's really cool that that what you guys have built here is and you're you're looking to keep on keep keep on pushing ahead. Well, yeah, I appreciate you saying it that way. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not something that we ever talk about. I mean, somehow, I don't know how that how it even got out, um, but it did. And uh, it was just the, doing the business that we do. And I'm so grateful, you know, that, to have this opportunity to have my family here and in this area. We love living here, love you know, working here. Uh, you say, if you figure out something else to do about this point, man. I don't think there's a whole lot of things I'm going to figure out different. Um, I, you know, I love what I'm doing, and I love coaching. And I love coaching this in, in this setting right here, um, and hope to do it for you know a long time. I don't see any reason why why not. You know, I I, I think I mentioned to you guys before. I'm kind of on the five year plan. You know, you know, every year you look at it like, okay, what are you going to do the next five years? And and uh, um, that gives me comfort and and. Uh, in direction and all of that. Um, but, um, yeah, we, we do have a good thing going here and we have been successful and I'm, you know, I love working with Johnny and doing all the stuff that we've done and, uh, working for the Allen family for all these years has been a, really a real blessing. And, uh, it's also been a blessing to represent this place that, that just loves their teams and their sports. I mean, the, uh, the Northwest has been fantastic and, and the 12s are awesome. And, um, I, I you know, you, you hear me, I always wish we were sharing more with them, particularly in this season because they deserve it and they're, and they're awesome and they need, they need to get, to get to be into this thing too. So, uh, but anyway, I'm very grateful, and, and uh, yeah, we're doing fine. That that idea, and I, I wonder, because you were in, at USC and, and built such roots there for nine years, the, the previous stops in the NFL, your head coaching gigs, has, has, this, has this run in Seattle, you're, you're more than a decade now, has it changed the way you, you view the NFL and the ability to have a sustained run in, in professional football, what that would yeah. look like? It, it absolutely does because I came in here not not knowing, uh, you know, coming back to it. You know, I, I was not new to the to college coaching. You know, and I, when I went back to SC, I wasn't new to the NFL when I came back here. It, I had been in those both those settings a lot, so I was familiar and comfortable with it. What I was concerned about is we had had so much fun at SC and we had done things in such a I think a unique fashion. I wanted to see if we could do it here and, and, and it would work, you know, on, on the professional level. And I didn't know that, how that was going to work out. And I thought maybe it'd be a three year experiment or something like that, you know, and we'd see what would happen. But, uh, to see us have a chance to sustain and to be consistent and, and to you know, have a chance to compete, you know, for championships, you know, year in and year out. Um, it's, it's been, I'm so grateful for it. And, and I really am proud that we've been able to do it in, in a way where the people that experience our, our setting, you know, they get a lot out of it. And they take a lot out of it, and I know they have fun doing it, and they enjoy it, and they like coming back. And a lot of our former players li- living in the area, you know, because they they've liked their experience and their connection to this community. And, and you know, I feel part of that. You know, remember that it was uh, the Cliff Averill reunion really was what showed me, you know, how many guys really do love this place in this area and and their time they spent here. And, and uh, I've been rewarded by that, you know, that acknowledgement and recognition. Uh, it's pretty special, so very happy. And let's go win a game. They didn't have to announce it when we get we give up forty four points. Know. You know? I realized <laughs> that it was I told you it was going to be there's really. going to be no uh, no natural transition. Really, I hear you. All yeah. right, thank you guys. It is really cool to see that energy pay off. And you know, as someone who grew up going to you know your games in New England, um, I, I always felt that you should have gotten a little bit more there. So it's great to see that it actually has finally been able to see all of that success. And and you know, I I hope the rest of this way this season that. We're going to see Russ feeling a little better. How is he feeling after a game where he got hit 16 times? He's know? okay. He's okay. He got he got smacked a couple of times, but he's he's a stud. Um, I checked with him last night. He's he's doing all right. 
He'll make it. <laughs> it's good to know. He's such an Iron Man. You'd almost take it for granted sometimes. But this was one of those that's games true. That's where true. it felt a little different at times. Yeah, that's true. He was battling. He was trying to get us back in that thing in, in any way he could. And, uh, if he could have done it, he would have. And we just didn't quite come up with, with enough yesterday. Coach, I'm a, a former receiver, and you got a young man who every game he does something better or different, and I, I'm watching him evolve in front of our eyes. What's it like seeing the evolution of DK Metcalf and, and him being super consistent? It, it really is exciting. It's exciting because he's got, you know, Michael, you know, there's a whole mentality that he is demonstrating that goes beyond what most receivers, you know, ever project. And that's how physical he is, how tough he is, you know. There's there's a toughness about catching the ball when you're getting hit, but there's a toughness about delivering a blow and knocking guys down and blowing over guys and playing through stuff. And, uh, you know, the great slant route he caught down in there for the touchdown. I mean, that, he just continues to show you that, that he's uh, he's finding ways to express his talent and, and his character and, and his competitive mentality, and it's really fun to watch. And, uh, and he, the thing I go back to he's really humble he's really humble and <clears throat> it makes it easy to cheerlead for him you know and and support him and look for what he's going to do next uh, his teammates really they really care for him a great deal um, and he's giving it back in every way he can pete one of the things gotten to learn covering your team and the program that's here is how you guys do bounce back and from tell the truth monday to how you turn the page and, and approach I'm sure you're excited to see how your team bounces back this week. It's not it's yeah. not fun to learn those sort of lessons, but right. you've got a huge opportunity to go up, uh, up against the Rams in L.A. Yeah, I, I really hope that I can convey to these guys that, that uh, the halfway point we are leading this thing, and uh, we, we you know we'd like to be leading it with with the unblemished record, but uh, we're in control of this thing, and that's all we could ever hope for. And so we got to crank it, and it's going to be a long, long you know difficult, challenging uh, second half, but um, who better to do it than us? So uh, we'll be cranked up. I'll get them going today. We'll get rolling today and get this thing moving. We do look forward to it. Again, I do want to say congratulations. I'd say just as a personal note, it's it's pretty awesome to see you found a calling that is fulfilling in the way that it is, that you want to keep doing it like this. I I know that just for me personally, I think that's really an inspiring thing. Um, we appreciate you taking the time and having a conversation with us after what wasn't the, the most pleasant <laughs> game. We're, we're going to look forward to a more conversation, uh, a better conversation in the there future. There you go. One thing you can count on me, I will be consistent. <laughs> that's, that's I'll, I'll show up for you. All right, Thank guys. You Thank much. you very Thanks much. For Thanks for your, th- your kind thoughts, too. See ya.